This episode of a top three podcast is brought to you by our friends over at the rat hour podcast, part of the tube podcast network. Check it out. If you're into discussions about seasonal fruit, the benefits of paying your taxes and reviews of your favorite cereal. And you know what? Just for you listeners, I think I'll give you a sneak peek of next week's episode of the rat hour. Check this out. Okay, mm. well, if you want to find out what that's all about, tune in to the Rat Hour, part of the Tube Podcast Network. Okay, let's start the show. And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Top 3 Podcast, where we honor the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. Our topic today is our Top 3 Adam Sandler Movies. Before we start, if you want to support the show, please tell your friends, subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on our new social media pages. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at a Top 3 Podcast, and that's the number three in there, at a Top 3 Podcast. You can leave your top threes when we post our episodes, and we're also putting out a listener call for top threes before recording. If you would like us to read your top three on the show, leave us a comment when you see the call for submissions, and we might read it on the show. On today's episode, we have our normal group. I'm Dave Jackson. We've got Aaron Engel with us. What's up? Alan Nichols is here too. Hey, everybody. And fan favorite, Bloodbath McGrath. What's kicking, little chickens? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, He's the only person who can get away with jokes like yeah, that in my life. absolutely no <laughs> way I could get away with that. Not no, a single no way. chance. Bloodbath, you're a perfect human being, and if anybody tries to hurt you, I'll kill them. Yeah. I Sign me up. That. I will watch Aaron kill them. I won't do any killing, but I'll watch. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. You can be an accomplice. Witness. Alan will be Alan will be my legal representation. Never never mind. I'll be in the area with my back turned. So I'm I have <laughs> I don't, what's that called, Alan? Plausible deniability. <laughs> Plausible deniability. Yes. All right. So in today's game, um just a quick explanation of the rules. We have the topic of our top three Adam Sandler movies. And we're going to take turns going around. Each one of us will say our third choice. Then we'll all go around and say our second, then our number one, and some quick honorable mentions at the end. Like I said, today's topic is Adam Sandler movies, and I guess it was only a matter of time before four 90s kids decided to talk about Adam Sandler. And so here we are. We have the stipulation in this um, topic today that an Adam Sandler movie is any movie where Adam Sandler is the star. Uh, So... Recent movies where he's not doing the comedy thing, that still counts. However, cameos don't count. So Dirty Work, unfortunately, is not eligible today. And neither is Coneheads, Bloodbath. (laughs) Wasn't he in The Animal? That was my number one until uh, we made that rule. The Animal has to be 
if we if we were considering that, that would have to be a Mike, a Michael Bumpus consideration. Like, for, like obviously the number one. <laughs> yeah, obviously the best choice. So not even worth talking about. Um, his cameo in Dirty Work is extremely funny, though. It's very very good. That whole movie is awesome. Yeah, that whole that hallucination with Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a Dirty Work top three sometime. Like yeah, we could do multiple dirty work top three. Top three things about dirty work that you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All three of mine are already leg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, yeah, movies where Adam Sandler's the star, and that includes recent movies um, where he's not doing the comedy thing. But I think the like the golden era of Adam Sandler is going to be well represented here. So no fear, guys. And what say we get started, guys? Sounds good. Hooray. All right. So I'll start with my number three, which is Happy Gilmore from that golden era of Adam Sandler. Um, from All right. So during this golden era of Adam Sandler, when he was doing like the silly Adam Sandler character, like kind of almost in that same mode he was on SNL or as he was on SNL, um, I think that Happy Gilmore has aged the best of those like of those movies. Um, I think it's the easiest to rewatch. Like something about Billy Madison is too silly for me. And big daddy is a bit more serious. I think happy Gilmore is like right in that sweet spot of like, I want to watch like a movie that's consistently funny the whole time. And there's no, cause like old, more recent Adam Sandler movies started to get into like some really, really sad parts. Like every movie had like a really sad section and uh, happy Gilmore didn't really, but it wasn't just like super fucking silly the entire time. Like Billy Madison was um, also happy Gilmore, great supporting cast with Carl Weathers and Ben Stiller. Uh, <laughs> Christopher McDonald plays like the most hilarious villain every single time. <laughs> He's he's such a good villain in everything. Dude, he's the best. He's he's if like if I had my own movie, he'd play the villain tomorrow. He's so intensely like unlikable when he like puts on that character and he can still be really funny. He's just really good. I love it every time. Um Lo- also dirt also shout out to Christopher McDonald and Dirty Work. Yeah, a great villain, right? Uh, also like, uh, the dude who played jaws was in happy Gilmore. Just yeah. Yeah, like, he has like three lines in the whole movie and he's, he's really funny every time you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> dude, just uh, like you just said, nailed it. and I think his haircut. Oh my God. His haircut. <laughs> uh, when we do like the Instagram stuff, I got to I got to put a picture of him. From, it's, it's him. And he's got that t-shirt that says like guns don't kill people. I kill people. <laughs> <laughs> like if we did a top three favorite movie characters of all time, he would be on my honorable, like my short list of honorable mentions for like, sure. Just like short cameo characters. No, of all time. Okay. <laughs> of all time. Period. Okay. Um, so like uh, like we almost got into there, uh, Happy Gilmore is like extremely quotable, like easy to quote. I don't really hear people quote Billy Madison that often. Uh, and I don't really hear people quote Big Daddy that much, like outside of like me and other people who really fucking love Big Daddy. But Happy Gilmore is like everyone fucking quotes Happy Gilmore. Yeah, dude. Um, 
Happy Gilmore is like the closest uh, I'll ever get to enjoying golf. Um, so kudos <laughs> to that. Also, honestly, like the closest I'm going to get to enjoying hockey too. Uh, yeah, dude, Happy Gilmore is great. True, the hockey the hockey stuff is like pretty minimal in it, but it's always really funny. Yeah. Uh, for sure, Happy, Happy Gilmore might be. No, it's not the best hockey movie. There are good hockey movies. I was just ready to say that that movie Goon sucks. Like, I'm looking for any opportunity to talk about how that movie sucks. The hockey scenes in Happy how Gilmore are better than the entire movie Sean Goon. Sean Scott's name Bane on this <laughs> podcast. When we talk about American sucked. Pie, I'll talk about how he's funny, but not today. <laughs> not today. Yeah, um, I definitely, like, especially for like early Sa- Sandler, uh, Happy Gilmore is over Billy Madison for me, especially at this point in my life. Like Billy Madison just gets like a little like I lo- I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'll watch it at least once a year and it's awesome. But like it does. And it's just a little too like ridiculous for me at this point to enjoy. Like I feel like Happy Gilmore does a really good job of finding a balance between like it's still like silly and stupid, but like it, it just I don't know. It's kind of rides that fine line before it gets like um, childish and also, uh, I think for like early Adam Sandler movies, like it's really he represents like different genres really well. Like you know, uh, this is like his sports movie. He's got his romantic comedies that he does after this. So I mean, it's it's definitely up there for me. Yeah. It. So I'm gonna take this like quick opportunity because I don't want to talk about this movie 40 different times. Uh, Happy Gilmore is also my number three uh, okay. Adam Sandler movie. So I want to, I want to point something uh, out that blood said earlier about it's like the closest he ever got to like really in to like enjoying golf. And I, I would say like 100%, like not only is happy Gilmore by far the best movie about golf, but it's gotta be on like the short list of like the best sports movies, like in the history of uh, like it, e- ever, like 100% like, you know, and uh, so the one thing I really wanted to do is, so I brought up, I wanted to, for all of my picks, I wanted to say the tagline for, that was on like the movie poster for them. <laughs> okay. And happy, <laughs> happy Gilmore's is he doesn't play golf, dot, dot, dot. He destroys it. <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you, every single one of my top three has an awesome tagline for the movie. Um, so uh, another thing I want to point out, and then like we can definitely talk about this more. Um, it was the first time Adam Sandler struck gold. Like, right. That was like the first time he had ever made a movie that like appealed to people more than like, you know, the nine to 13 year olds that really liked Billy Madison, right? Like, like Happy Gilmore is one of those movies that's just hilarious to everybody. And Dave said it like right on the dot. And and actually all of my top three, like share this in common is these movies still hold up very, very well today. Like I've watched Happy Gilmore within the last like three or four years. And it still made me laugh. That part where he like, where he finally gets the golf ball into the clown and like the clown shoots it back out of his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> he, he just attacks the clown head is, is just so, so, so fucking funny to me. Like I, I even remember like audibly losing my shit when I watched it the most recent time. Um, but yeah, the main point I wanted to make with this aside from like that sick fucking tagline is it is, it is one of the best sports movies ever made. And it is easily the greatest movie. What's the next best movie about golf? Caddyshack. And I don't even like that. Yeah, and I don't I really like Caddyshack either. And I don't like that. Like, you know, like to me, it is 
It's not even close. And I'll tell you this, it's it's the best hockey movie ever made. <laughs> just because <laughs> just because it has hockey in it for a second. You know what I mean? How so, original. All right, blah, blah. Dude, Happy Gilmore gets like it gets like some real sports movie drama at the end yeah. of it. Like it's in a great. way in a way oh, that you great. wouldn't expect oh, it to at the beginning. Like Dodgeball, where it's just like the, the underdog story. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. It, okay, I'm gonna stop talking about it, but it is I love Happy Gilmore. And like when I originally did this list, it was my number one. And I had to do a lot of thinking to convince myself that it wasn't. I I I think it's great. Shout out to Christopher McDonald, great movie villain. Absolutely. So yeah, so we got my number three and Aaron's number three, both happy Gilmore. Let's go to Alan with your number three. So my number three is the water boy. I took a different route than you guys did on this. Obviously, I, I mean, and so when when we chose this topic, I went back through it and, and looked at and obviously his whole filmography and 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 the thing that I realized is that I probably haven't watched an Adam Sandler movie since the early 2000s. New Adam Sandler movies, uh, I haven't watched too much of them. So all of mine are going to be these newer movies. And and kind of in response to what what you were saying in the earlier ones, I you know, I think that when you're picking it when you're wa- choosing to watch an Adam Sandler movie, you're choosing something childish. I don't feel like that's a weakness. Yeah, I agree. For I his agree. Movies. Yeah, you're right. You know, so like, I mean, if you're if you're going for that, that's and so that's kind of the uh, the route that I took on this. But anyway, my number three is the Water Boy, um, and so the water. <laughs> I'm just laughing, thinking about the Water Boy. It's so funny. <laughs> Dude, I mean, so come funny. on, like give it, give it, give credit where credit's due. So it's the story of Bobby Boucher. He's uh he's the Water Boy for. Uh, God, what was their team name? It was something awful. It's the Mud, mud Dogs, Dogs is their mascot. The Mud yeah. Dogs. The mud, that's the, mud that's Dogs. the second team. Right? Right, right. Yeah. He was the he was the uh the water boy for like uh some program. I think they were supposed to to mimic like LSU <laughs> like Louisiana or Tech. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, right. Louisiana Tech. Yeah. And then he went to Southern Southwestern Louisiana Tech or something like that. <laughs> uh, with with coach with coach Henry Winkler. Um, you know, and it's been it has been a long time since I've seen this. Uh, but I just remember uh, like I said, I haven't seen a ton of movies, and so I was working with probably only seven or eight movies really that were even in consideration. And it was, it was a question between, you know, like this one and, and little Nikki and which also um, <laughs> was, okay. was right around there. Also, but I'll really a quick aside here. Did you know they made a little Nikki video game? I yes, did not. On Game Boy. I had it. Yeah. 100% <laughs> yeah, I had it on Game Boy. Yeah. Game Boy. Yeah. I, just, I, totally, yeah, I, I had it. How how is that even a thing? But that's a uh, you're right. I should apologize to my mom for making her buy that for me. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, so she probably I should, she spent like six guys. Can we take a podcast Aaron. pause so I can go call my mom while she's asleep and apologize to her for that? I, I think you should do it while we're live. Man, the water boy is like. I don't. I don't ever find myself like wanting to watch the water boy, but every I think about water boy quotes and laugh in my head like all the time like i'll just like be sitting at my desk at work and i'll think about one of the farmer fran speeches and i'll just like crack up <laughs> laughing 
<laughs> Damn, I was going to do my whole next top three answer in the Farmer Fran voice. You just took it all from me. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to say just real quick. Uh, so I, Alan really is like fairly agreeable every time we talk about something involving this podcast. Like he doesn't, he's just kind of like, yeah, like cool, cool. I'm down. I'm getting the feeling like straight up when we told him we were doing Adam Sandler movies, he was like, God damn it, fine. <laughs> like, that's, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's Adam, Sandler, Adam Sandler's like, great. Come on. Adam Sandler's childish, and I guess I'll pick the water boy. Uh, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> there are two, in my opinion, there are like two really great Adam Sandler movies, and then there are the rest of them. Um, <laughs> you know, the other so, 900 movies. I'll also yeah. kill somebody for you, Alan. I love you too, man. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's nice, buddy. Just kidding. <laughs> but, I mean, like, so if there, are, if there, are, if in your opinion, there are two legit good Adam Sandler movies and then the water boy is number three, then I don't think that's such a terrible situation because the water boy is really funny. It's still funny. It's not, it's really funny. I mean, and you know, and there are a lot of there. I also had a couple other ones, but I'll wait until honorable mention, but they're all right there in that same, like second tier seven year Adam period. Sandler yeah. Movies. You know, I mean, we're right. I just want to say this is the second time we brought up Henry Winkler in uh, like six podcasts yeah, in a supporting yeah. role. Henry Winkler just killing the supporting roles. Dude, dude is out there doing it. When I was your age, my mom told me not to get a tattoo of Roy Orbison on my ass. <laughs> and we can't oh. we can't talk about the Water Boy without mentioning Kathy Bates, who is just like yeah, so 100%. funny in that movie. She's great. She like arguably makes that movie like yeah. She cohesive. steals like she as, steals as every she scene yeah, that every, she's in. Every scene she's in. Every single scene she's uh, in. Basically, a snake don't have parts. Or if I had to say there's <laughs> anything, I'd say no. it's his knee. All right, Bloodbath, if you do any more Kathy Bates from Waterboy Impressions and you don't try to do that like debutante Southern drawl, I'm going to be no. really, really mad, dude. You got to no, go dude, for it 100%. Make... <laughs> I feel like Bloodbath would do a really great Kathy Bates impression. That's what I'm saying. Just go 100 bloodbath. I think that's could be a hidden scale, buddy. Nah, dude, I'm not getting canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby, did you ever catch that gorilla would escape from the zoo and punched you in the eye? (laughs) (laughs) The search continues. Good pick. Yeah, good pick. Great pick. Uh, pick. uh, Maybe we'll have another chance to talk about the water boy. Uh, later but bloodbath let's get your number three all right i just want to say straight up you guys are gonna hate my list you're gonna be so mad at me i I I told you that two weeks ago dude (laughs) i'm just telling you're completely right like you're gonna be so mad so my number three is punch drunk love um so dave (laughs) allen have you seen this movie i've not so i've seen part of it I've seen the whole thing like three times. All right, bloodbath. Go ahead. Um, uh, I love this movie. Um, I don't know for like an Adam Sandler movie, it's a little bit. It's out. It's it's definitely a different type of movie. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a serious role, and I would actually argue that Punch Drunk Love is a. Um, I know this sounds pretentious. A thinking man's Adam Sandler movie. Uh, and by that I mean he. Uh, 
No, for real. If you think about it, um, Adam Sandler does a we- uh, he does some weird voices and affectations during the movie. Um, he plays kind of a man child with an anger issue. Um, he's obsessed with something really silly and dumb. And um, uh, there's actually a lot of like regular Adam Sandler uh, actors that show up in it. And I just want to say, like, if you haven't seen the movie, um, I don't really know how to describe it other than it's about um, a guy who sells bathroom supplies to hotels. And he gets involved with um, a sex worker, sort of. And Philip Seymour Hoffman tries to extort him. And then there's also a love story that's going on. And he's also obsessed with a... uh, uh, It's not a piano. Um, God, what do you call it? It's like a harpsichord. Yeah. So it sounds really weird. It's a great movie. I think everybody should check it out. Um, Adam Sandler is legit good in it, though. Like It it really does touch uh, an emotional... um, He's not just a good comedy actor. He's a good actor. Uh, yeah, Adam Sandler is a good actor. And I think that sometimes he doesn't get the credit he deserves in that regard. And I know he's done a few more serious roles since then. Um, but I think that while this isn't, while it is a more serious role, it's still a childish movie. And I think if you actually watch it with that filter, it makes a lot more sense. It's a childish movie with Adam Sandler made by Paul Thomas Anderson, who's more of an art house director and does a lot of serious movies. So, and I think that in and of itself is like funny. Like I, I have heard that, um, when Paul Thomas Anderson came to Adam Sandler with it, cause he is an Adam Sandler fan, I guess. Um, that was the whole idea is that it would also sort of be like funny in and of itself that they're making this movie together. Just uh, it doesn't seem like it has enough dick jokes and uh, <laughs> I, I mean it's stuttering and Alan's screaming for, for me if fans. I'm looking for an Adam Sandler movie. I just I punch my glove. It, I don't know. It has a major plot point in obsession with pudding cups. <laughs> never well, mind. I mean, there's never mind. Alan just bought it on DVD. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, five copies. Go for it. They'll be here uh, Monday. That just real quick before we end this, that scene like towards the end of the movie where he beats the shit out of that guy is really, really fun. That's a cool fucking scene. Yeah. Yeah, you get to see Adam Sandler in a fight scene, so it's pretty cool. Like, fuck this guy up. It's super cool. Adam Sandler in a fight that's not with Bob Barker. <laughs> You're right. Never mind. Oh, that man. fight scene that's sucks a, now. That's such a good fucking fight. <laughs> it is. All right, let's move on to number twos, and my number two is Uncut Gems. Beep. Little programming note. If you want to avoid spoilers for Uncut Gems, please skip ahead to 25 minutes and 25 seconds. Again, if you want no spoilers for Uncut Gems, skip ahead to 25 minutes, 25 seconds. Thank you. My number two is Uncut Gems, and... um. This is like when I was talking about like more recent movies where Adam Sandler is doing more serious parts. This is the one I was kind of alluding to. Um, Uncut Gems is firmly a like best movie that I never want to watch again type of movie for me. It's like it's so, so good, but I don't think I ever want to watch it again. It's kind of like Gone Girl. Like I love that movie, but I never want to watch that movie again. Um I absolutely destroyed my fingernails watching Uncut Gems. Like, it was worse than, like, Game 7 of the NBA Finals for me. Um, And I can give Uncut Gems the highest compliment that I can give any movie that I watch at home, which is I did not look at my phone once during the entire movie. 
I was just like, I was in oh, that like fuck. sit forward gamer position, like just watching it. It's, it's really, really good. And Adam Sandler pretty much carries that movie. Like there are good yeah. side performances from like, uh, Lakeith Stanfield and like Kevin Garnett and, uh, that other dude, he's like the, he's one of his like family members and, uh, like everyone else is good, but it's like, it's Adam Sandler on screen, like 95% of the movie. It's all about him. And the ending to uncut gems is fucking incredible. It's just like, it was one of those things that like, after I watch it, it really pissed me off at, at first, but the more I thought about it, like, so uncut gems is a movie about like an obsessive gambler. And he just fucking, he finds any opportunity he can find to gamble. And he puts together this ridiculous bet to uh, try to get himself out of this situation he finds himself in. And at the end, he keeps just like digging this hole deeper and deeper for himself. And he pisses off a lot of people. Like everyone around him gets pissed off because of what he's doing. And at the end, he wins his bet. And it's like this, moment of like holy shit he pulled it off and then the guy just fucking kills him like at the end he shoots him in the head and <laughs> the movie's just over and at first when it happened i was like holy shit like no you can't do that but like you think about it a second you're like why would he make it out of all of this he spent like two hours just pissing everyone off around him like digging this hole for himself why would he come out unscathed and it's just Ah, it's just such a good movie. Kevin Garnett gets a lot of praise for his part in it. He's real good. Uh, like I said, like Lakeith Stanfield is good. The Weeknd is in it for a little bit, and he's funny. Um, but yeah, it's all about Adam Sandler. He carries it like pretty much by himself, and it's just yeah. awesome. Great movie. Yeah, dude, that movie is phenomenal. Um, Dave, just a side note, if you like that movie... Uh, the guys who wrote and directed it, Josh and Benny uh, Sade, um, they the mo- um, they did a movie before that with uh, uh, Robert Pattinson. It's called Good Times, and it's the same style of movie, like where it's like constantly you're following this character the entire time, and they just like the anxiety builds up, like they keep making like keep getting in further and deeper and deeper and deeper and to, and you're just sitting there like, oh my God, this is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Um the dude robs a bank and his brother gets arrested and his brother's like mentally handicapped and um he's trying to raise money to get him out of jail and it's just he you just watch him the entire time make worse and worse decisions and you're just like this is yeah it like complete panic attack you should definitely check it out it's called good times but um yeah dude, okay. like this is this is like the movie that like redefined like you know it's like uh, uh john travolta in uh pulp fiction it like completely like redefined like who adam sandler was for me because uh he's been doing he's done like so many like lame netflix movies the last like four or five years that like <laughs> i just completely forgot about him and then he made this movie and i'm just like dude like this is this is the shit i'm glad you brought up those netflix movies uh, i just want to take a second to say that i 100 percent respect adam sandler for those netflix movies where he was just like knowingly making bad movies so that he and his friends could go hang out in expensive places 
100% respect yeah, for that. And also like movies that like his kids can watch and see him in. Cause he's probably not like super happy to be like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here I was in, uh, I was in uh, Billy Madison. Like check me like just pelt three-year-old kids with like kickballs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. And actually what's weird is I was watching a, <laughs> I was watching a Chris Farley documentary and I was thinking, I was like, dude, if Chris Farley was still alive, like, would he be in all the grownups movies? Like, would that be the kind of life he did? Like, would he yeah, just be I, like tagging along with Adam James. Sandler? Yeah. I don't think oh, that there is any oh, world in which oh, Chris shit. Farley is alive. <laughs> You're probably, you probably but let's right. let's just say like through divine intervention chris farley has been kept alive he's he's been saved from death like 35 <laughs> times and he's he's still alive i think yeah the the kevin would would it be chris farley as paul blart no yeah i gotta say no i'm just saying in the grown-ups movies instead of kevin james would be using chris farley okay yeah yeah i can see that yeah, I'm not like discrediting Kevin James. I, I guess I didn't take that as literally as you meant it. Yeah, I, I think you meant like, would Chris Farley fill that role of the fat, goofy comedian that makes like semi friendly uh, or uh, family friendly movies? Like, yes, I, I no, would think I, he would hold that role over Kevin James. I was saying that Chris Farley would would inhabit Kevin James's body and take over <laughs> his life. <laughs> Kevin James would be banished to some other dimension. <laughs> And so it would be like it would be like halfway through the King of Queens, Chris Farley just takes over and no one no one mentions it. <laughs> it's like Eric's sister in that 70s show is just like all of a sudden it's a different person and they just expect me not to be like writing letters to Fox. Okay. All right. We've gotten sidetracked a little bit, but yeah, I just want to say like uh I know if you've been listening, I just spoiled the entire plot of Uncut Gems, but it is it is such a good movie. The final scene when he is uh like when his big bet is going on is it's like top level tension. You cannot get more tense in a movie. I don't think I've never felt more tension watching a movie than that. Fantastic movie. Um, why don't we move on to Aaron's number three then? Or number two. It's my number two. Uh, my number two, we've already talked about so I'm not gonna spend a bunch of time on it. My number two is the water boy. Uh, just to like uh, okay. allude back to the point of like, you know, when I said like uh, Happy Gilmore is like one of the greatest sports movies ever made to me, the Waterboy is the greatest sports movie ever made. And it's mostly <laughs> a lot of the reasons that we talked about. Oh, no, it is, man. Like, like it's just like in Happy Gilmore, like it comes down to the end and like it takes like a like a like a powerful halftime speech to bring this underdog to the brink of like beating like a, a really cool like. Like antagonist in Coach uh, uh, Coach Bo Yu. I don't remember if that was his name. I, that just sounds like something Cajun. That might be his name. But um, uh, and, and again, I'm just gonna hit just like quick points. Kathy Bates, fucking amazing in that movie. Henry Winkler, yep. like this is. And, and I'm gonna tell you, this is like the second time we've mentioned him, but it will not be the last time we talk about Henry Winkler. One hundred yeah, fucking not, percent. Man. Like, dude, like we we. If can I use, ever get a chance to talk about Arrested Development, Henry Winkler is coming out. I'm gonna tell you, if yeah, we did absolutely. top three last names henry winkler would be number one on my list like <laughs> you, know, you know like he, he'll find his way back around uh dave i want you to go ahead and ring the steelers bell because we're going to talk about the steelers here for a second uh both lynn swan and bill cower were in this movie uh let's not true yeah, yeah you, you know what i mean and uh lynn swan actually has a very funny p part where 
uh, Vicky Valancourt is like, no, they're going to win. He's, she's like, they're going to win 29 to like whatever. And he was like, oh, that's a like pretty good prediction. She's like, no, nah, that's what it's going to be. And like, to me, I was like, yeah, okay. that, that <laughs> he's was, like, OK, yeah, that was when I hit puberty. Like that was the first direction I ever had was that exact moment sitting next to <laughs> sitting in between my dad and my sister watching the water boy. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, I just, I, I absolutely love the movie. Uh, one other thing I want to say, uh, just in the off chance, so we don't talk about this anymore is, uh, the water boy is based off of like loosely based off of like a character that Adam Sandler had on Saturday night live called canteen boy. And, uh, there are a couple very good canteen boy, uh, sketches out there on YouTube that you should watch. But, um, I, I, I wanted to just talk about the Saturday night live thing for a minute. Like Adam Sandler was on SNL at a time when it had really lost its luster. It was, it's kind of like what it was now. Like it was safe and it wasn't really that funny. And like, he was like a catalyst for ushering in like, you know, comedy, uh, going from being safe to comedy really being a little bit on the edge and it's cool to see like a character like a recurring character he did on a show like turn into a movie like you, you know with uh with like the ladies man or night at the roxbury or superstar <laughs> where it's just like okay these are like fine they didn't directly say hey this is canteen boy but it's 100 percent the exact it's the exact same character um and it this these stupid little uh sketches that they did turn into again like my favorite sports movie of all time um i'm done also jimmy johnson was in it (laughs) (laughs) that was a great sign off i mean uh, that was great (laughs) that's how i'm gonna sign off every top three answer from here on out (laughs) but we don't have to talk about it anymore i just had like three things that did get mentioned that i wanted to mention out of my yeah. head. Love that fucking movie. Bill Cowers is the best. Yeah. The the setting of the water boy is is so funny. Oh like God. I don't know if you could have picked a funnier setting in the US for like all the shit that's happening in the water boy than like Cajun Louisiana. It's just just it adds like so much to it. <laughs> uh farmer we, Fran. I could literally just Coach of the year, hardcore. What was he like? The special teams coach or some dumb shit? Yeah, the special teams coach. <laughs> You're running <laughs> special laps. Teams. Go run friend. laps. <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, we got to stop before we uh, quote this movie for two hours. I'm I'm done. Let's move on. We don't got to talk uh, about this anymore. All right. All right, Alan. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is Billy Madison. Um. Okay. You know, so uh, I love that movie. I feel like we've been yeah. shitting on it. Like, I really like that. It's great. You, you are so justified Madison, in picking that for I think everybody's seen it. But so Billy Madison is the heir to a hotel fortune. Um, he lays around this palatial mansion with his friends and drinks all day. And his his dad threatens to to leave the company to this. Uh, this guy named Eric, who laughs like a weasel. <laughs> Another uh, fantastic movie villain, <laughs> Eric. Great Alan movie so villain. good at giving a synopsis for things. Like, he's making this sound like it's like an Oscar-worthy in this, in this palatial <laughs> mansion. Uh, you're so good at that, dude. I'm sorry. I he, wanna... has to, he has to go back to school. So his dad is going to take away the company and give it to Eric unless he goes back to school two week grades 1 through 12 or K through 12. I forget which one it is. Um, but while he's there, he meets Veronica Vaughn, Chris Farley's around, a kid pees his pants, 
There's an academic decathlon. <laughs> the revolting blob. I mean, there's it's beginning to end. It's nonstop. It's funny. Um, it's so funny, dude. I love Billy Madison. The Billy Madison number two. That Veronica Vaughn is one hot <laughs> tomato. Hot, <laughs> hot piece of ace. And oh, I, is that uh, what he says? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, Blub has a fan favorite. We can't jump on him for things like these. Now, I told you that like two weeks ago, that song from Billy Madison was stuck in my head. That Billy passed the first grade. Oh, what a glorious day. <laughs> I is, sing that to myself so... every time something good happens. <laughs> like, 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 right, like as you're unbuttoning your pants to jack off. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, but I mean, 100%. there. I have a couple of couple of fun facts about this one too. So uh, this is the very first year that they had a best fight scene for. I, I think it was the MTV Awards. This this movie won it. Bob Barker versus Adam Sandler. Um, that was that's in, that's in uh, that's, that's Happy, in Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. But let's be fair. Oh, when Veronica, Va- yeah, you fucked up. Now, I looked at the when- wrong list, dog. <laughs> when Veronica Vaughn beats the shit out of him in that pool and then it turns into a musical number is like that could have won fight scene of that year. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Dude, Billy Madison has some I talked about the supporting actors in uh in Happy Gilmore, but like Norm MacDonald and uh Chris Farley in their parts and Billy Madison are they just kill it. Other people I can't remember their names too, but yeah. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> Steve Buscemi's dude, there. Like, Norm McDonald's kind of, there. Like, un- kind of like underrated thing how Steve Buscemi just became like, yeah, I'll show up. I'll do like a small supporting part in every Adam Sandler movie and I'll I'll be hilarious every time. Yeah, you didn't I know think me he was Adam Sandler in this as well. Really? That's mm-hmm. it. Well, he did put on lipstick at a time where you just, as a man, you could not do that in Hollywood. So <laughs> but, I understand. I mean, he was he was also like cleaning a gun when he did that too. So I feel like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I feel like it balances out, right? <laughs> That's the second time I went through puberty. I just want to say I've seen. Um, I can think of two movies that feature academic decathlons as like important plot points. This and Old School, and it's just. It's just really funny every time. It's a great like, so trope. much potential for comedy. For sure. Yeah. All over it, man. Yeah. And the I mean the like what is it like the the quiz show or whatever they call it in Billy Madison is like That's the academic decathlon, right? It's I mean, it's like, the final event. They don't have, yeah. Yeah, right, it's the final right, event. Right. Um yeah, that thing is just so funny to think about all of like the all the things that are written as like the the clues or whatever like the topics for the questions those are all funny like flaming dog poo and the human response my wife (laughs) my wife the tramp yeah (laughs) and uh (laughs) and that guy i mean we can't talk about billy madison without mentioning that the monologue the guy gives after adam sandler does his monologue which is just it's a great like five minutes in a comedy and it's also that guy was in dirty work he was the guy that gave that speech then norm mcdonald went here's your two dollars that's this that's this <laughs> that's the exact same that's the exact same guy and i don't know his name but he was a writer on saturday night live uh for that the like a, a good portion of that period when adam sandler was on the show so it's cool to see him like do those little things too but uh 
Yeah, no, I mean, here's what's he. Here's what I've got to deduce is like Adam Sandler movies are just like, like, as a formula, they're written really well because they're very good at like, you know, like lulling you into like a safe, like a like a false sense of security, and then taking a character that they've attached you to to a really really low point, and then bringing them back to the high point in like the coolest way imaginable. Like that's all his movies are 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 just he's a dumb guy who like you just kind of fall in love with and then he does something stupid and then he gets his way out of it in the coolest way possible you deduced are you fucking sherlock holmes okay (laughs) i feel that's weird to say when you haven't talked in 25 minutes yeah bloodbath comes in after 15 (laughs) minutes of silence i was letting you guys come in hot just as shit on Aaron. When I was talking about Happy Gilmore, I kind of mentioned that, but like, I don't think Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore get in like a really sad thing. They don't really do that. There's like drama and like stakes for the character, but it's not, it's not like, it's not like sad for the people watching it. Whereas like Big Daddy and Mr. Deeds and like the movie Click is like the all time worst of that. Like those movies, those movies get into like some genuinely sad parts. Whereas, like, Billy Madison doesn't. It's not that kind of movie, and neither does Happy Gilmore. Neither does The Waterboy, really. Right. You know, there are doubt. Every every movie has, like, you know, the adversity that the character has to test up, you know, fight against or whatever to get to some sort of resolution, because otherwise, how the fuck is the movie going to end? Right. You know, unless it's, like, the one that you watched where they just... Spoiler redacted. Spoiler redacted. <laughs> oh, you should, you should spoiler that. I know. I was so excited to see All Kevin right. Garnett, too. All right. <laughs> Me, too. I saw that he was in that movie the other day when I was looking at Adam Sandler movies, and I just... Uh, what what does he what does he do? I don't, I don't care. I love Kevin Garnett. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Garnett's the prospective buyer for like this jewel or this like gemstone that Adam Sandler is trying to sell to like pay off all his debts or something like that. That's it's an pretty opal. Cool. Um, yeah, an opal. but it's like this special. It's like this special. I don't know. We don't have to get into uh, what's going on. It's like a very special thing, and like Kevin Garnett wants it very badly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, bloodbath. Let's get your number two. Uh, the. W- before I give my number two, I'll just make my only comment on Billy Madison is I love that movie and it's funny. And I think it's a good testament to uh, like how Adam Sandler can be a joke machine for a movie uh, at times. Or he, at least he, he did for that period of time. But uh, I digress. Right. So uh, my number two is The Wedding Singer. Um, good yeah, call. dude, the movie's I awesome, love, man. Good movie. I love The Wedding Singer. Um, I don't feel like you can do it. Actually, you know, it's interesting. I when I was making this list, I kept thinking, um, you know, Adam Sandler was so well known for doing music and songs and stuff like that while he was on Saturday Night Live. Um, I, I think The Wedding Singer is like the only movie um, where he's singing and doing songs. Um, I don't think he does it in any of the other movies. Um, like I haven't watched any of those Netflix movies, but I, I think that's like I think this is the last time he really did any of that until he did like his special. Uh, last year or whatever but uh yeah dude i don't think that's not have... true he he sings into the uh he sings into like the doorbell microphone in happy gilmore when that old woman's listening <laughs> uh, yeah, well this is after this came out i want to kiss you all over <laughs> but um 
No, you're right. Yeah, no, dude. Bro, that's I just... like that's what he was, and that that was like his yeah. first opportunity to like really go out and like showcase that part of his talent. And what's crazy is he already became like a star like by that point. So it was really cool, like just like engaging in that like idea with like a wider audience because that that's how he got famous, man. That that's how he got famous. I think it's. It's a funny movie. I like I like him and Drew Barrymore. Like most of the movies they make together, I think hold up for the most part. Like they have a good chemistry. Fifty first Fifty first states is good, even though I'm not. I don't think it's like their his best movie, but it's still funny. Agreed. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, I like I like how it's set in the '80s and like just sort of for like no real reason, and it's kind of like they like play into it a little bit. Uh, I th- I believe it's the first movie with uh, Alan Covent. Uh, his frequent uh, co-star in a lot of his movies, lead star of uh, Grandma's Boy, which is, I think, the best thing. Oh yeah, uh, he played the guy Adam with Sandler the Michael Jackson ever. glove. No, no, he he's the main character in Grandma's Boy. Oh yeah, yeah in, I in get, the wedding, in wedding scene, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Which I think, like, that's Adam Sandler's like best. Um, uh, that's the best thing he's given society is producing Grandma's Boy. Um, but anyway, like this movie's great. Drew, uh, the supporting cast is great. Drew Barrymore, uh, Ali Covent. Um, uh, God, who plays the bad guy in that? I I swear I knew who it was. Um, I don't know his name, but uh, but like I, I I can he he's very good at picking uh, picking villains who have like punchable faces. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I just think it's a funny movie. Like, there's not much I can really say about the wedding singer. It's about a wedding singer who gets uh, dumped on his wedding day, set in like 1985, and um, he starts dating, uh, or he falls in love with Drew Barrymore, who's his friend, and uh, she's engaged to somebody else. And it's a, so it's a, it's a 90s rom com set in the 80s. Um, I'm looking up the wedding singer to see who that guy is. Oh, Alexis Arquette's in that movie. Um, yes, she is. That guy's name is Matthew Glave. Yeah, it is. As as Glenn Gulia. Yeah. <laughs> Your name's gonna uh, be also Julia like a great Steve Buscemi like cameo in that yeah. movie too. Like First top off, tier that, Steve Buscemi. Top tier cameo, dude. Like that. He, yeah. <laughs> no lessons. Thank you, Pop. <laughs> remember that time we picked up those? I don't know. I guess you call them. Prostitutes. I don't ever remember Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I, don't <laughs> uh, I guess we'll never find. Uh, I guess uh, none of us will ever find love. Like me, or uh, say the, uh, the all the mutants at table. The wedding nine. singers. The wedding singer is good. I've watched it a few times. It's just not as memorable for me as the other ones like that I've been talking about. But it is good. No, and I think David plays in a little bit of what you're saying about having like. Sa- I mean, I would definitely wouldn't say it's sad. It's a rom com. It's sappy at a few points, but like it definitely like tapped it. Like that's definitely how he moved into making something like Big Daddy. Like you can kind of see where like the tra- it's like a transitional movie for sure. You can't see me right now, but I'm nodding furiously <laughs> at that. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> you're so bad. No, and I'll say this before we uh, move on. Like, Bloodbath, the wedding singer was going to be on my list. I, it was going to be my number three. And uh, one, like, it has an awesome soundtrack. Uh, it's hard for me to get mad at a movie that has uh, you, uh, you Make My Dreams Come True, like, montage. 
you know what I'm saying? Like a Holland Oats montage. They kill that entire, <laughs> like that part where like they're feeding each other cake and then Adam Sandler gets to the lady who works at the cake store. And she's real gross and he just kind of like throws it in her mouth. Uh, no, but yeah, I, 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 I'm with you, Bloodbath. I think that movie's really, really, really good. And I, I, I will say uh, like, I know three songs on the ukulele that I learned because I heard them in that movie for the first time. Like it's, it's got a really good music. It's, it's actually one of like, you know, the better romantic comedies that I can think of that I actually, you know, really like, and you're spot on with Drew Barrymore. Like I can almost find zero other reasons to like her other than the Adam Sandler movies that she's made. She's very good in them. Yes. All right. Let's move this on to number ones then. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was doing the Austin Powers one. You went the hot fuzz route. I went the Respect. pirate route, and I'm real mad that Alan didn't try. Yar. <laughs> never mind. I, Alan, never talk, mind. Alan, talk to me after class. <laughs> yeah, I, Dave, I, I've been his drinking out since 830. <laughs> All right. Let, <laughs> let's oh, nice. Go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number one Adam Sandler movie is Big Daddy. That's nice. my number one. Yeah. Um, I kind of mentioned this when I was talking about Happy Gilmore, but like this, I think, strikes the perfect balance between like being very funny and also being very serious sometimes. And Adam Sandler crushes both of those parts. Um, and we talked about Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi is hilarious in Big Daddy. Uh, and carries it into Mr. Deeds after this too, but <laughs> Steve Buscemi's great. Um, always appreciate seeing John Stewart in a movie. John yeah, Stewart's hell yeah, he's man. not on screen that much, mm-hmm. but he's good. Um, and so like this, did you, when you guys were kids, did you watch the same movie a hundred times and like drive your parents crazy doing that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, we did too. And we, me and my brother went through an Ace Ventura pet detective phase. And then after that, it was Big Daddy. And so I've seen Big Daddy like 350 times. <laughs> and it's still funny to me. Um, his, his group of friends, and I, I, there's like those two guys that are, that are in every single movie with him. Um, just those, I don't know. I know how to describe them. Those two guys, they play like the, the, the other players on the team in the water boy. They're the gay couple in big daddy. Yeah. In big daddy, they're the gay couple. And then Rob Schneider, <laughs> like this group of people is just so funny to be around Adam Sandler all the time. His, the guy who plays his dad is really funny. And yeah, it it's like the first half of the movie is just like standard Adam Sandler stuff. And he's like shifted into this, like, He's not being Billy Madison silly anymore. He's more sarcastic. And I, I find that funnier than Billy Madison style, like over the top character stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, this is this is the maybe the first one that he did that hits this like super sad part uh, when like the adversity hits. It's like really sad because you've spent all this time building up this relationship between him and the kid. And yeah. It's really good. And just a, a shout out to the courtroom scene, which like we reference in our group chat, like, I don't know, twice a month. It's just, I wipe my own scene. ass. I wipe my own yeah. ass. <laughs> Holy shit. That movie is uh, fucking sad, dude. D- 
dude, when uh when Steve Buscemi is uh <laughs> oh when he's God, on no. the witness stand in the courtroom scene. <laughs> oh man. Uh and the uh the old guy um from the bar and he's like Sonny was good to that kid, but he fights like a girl. <laughs> you hear that, miss? I'm right over here. What are you gonna do about it? You hear that this is like you're in a court of law. Yeah, in a courtroom, it's just Sonny's bringing up all these character witnesses who just like can't keep their shit together for thirty seconds. <laughs> uh, that is actually how court works. Yeah, you're right, Alan. You're right. So well, can I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take me... like a quick go ahead. No, go ahead, Bath, please. All right, uh, Dave. The one guy's name is Peter Dante, and the other one is Jonathan uh, Lagoron. Um, Shouts to those two whose names I already shout forgot. Shoutouts to Dante, sure. easy all. So, uh, I mean, and, I don't know if somebody else has Big Daddy on their list. I mean, I, I just get out of the way now. Um, I loved it movie when I was a kid. I, it's like one of those first movies I watched where, like, you know, that end scene like just like crushed me when I was little. Um, you know, it's really it's a real gut punch. Um, I watched it uh, maybe like two or three months ago. Dude, I, I gotta say, man, I don't feel like it holds up as, as much as everybody else might. Um, I'm sorry. Like, I think it's a good movie. It's still great, but, like, I just... Like, to me, like, the first thing I think is weird about it is, like, they set it up that it's Jon Stewart's kid from the get-go, and, like, they mention that in the beginning, and then, like, they just ignore it till the end of the movie, and I'm just like, but, like, that's weird. Like, Jon Stewart, like, just is... Like, no one at any point acknowledges, like, yeah, he's got this kid. I don't know. Like, like it just it gets mentioned and it completely goes away only to like resolve everything at the end and alan alan like correct me if i'm wrong like that's that doesn't make sense right like you're a lawyer like court doesn't work that way like they're just like, i don't think we need a lawyer to, like <laughs> to say that to, that's like, not weird that doesn't make sense yeah but like it's it's very funny that it's funny that john stewart like finds out he has this kid and he's like oh uh, I have a kid, something that's like probably the most serious thing that could happen to me at this stage in my life. Well, I have to go to China on a business yeah. trip and I'm not canceling my business trip to find out if this kid is mine. But it's so also like I'll be back how much, in three weeks. How much Clearly time like, not passes during that? Year, right? Yeah. I, you know, I feel like and, the movie takes place over the course of a couple months and I feel like at some point like he would have had a free weekend he could have flown back and be like so is there is do I have a child like figure something out like or <laughs> he make doesn't a, even call or anything <laughs> yeah dude it's the 90s like he could have called like he could have called at any point and been like so like can I talk to this kid that's apparently mine like he just let's, ignores it I mean let's uh let's be honest here I mean it's a it's kind of a thin premise it's just an excuse to get Adam Sandler and uh, an unknown child together and like hijinks ensue, you know, yeah, right. did get so nominated for an Oscar movie. or anything. Did it really? No, I'm no, saying, saying it didn't. didn't. Oh, yeah. It did like it, it's, thought, it's, 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 it's just sarcasm. like, a, no, it's just like a quick fix in the story to make the rest of it make sense. Yeah. I mean, like, cause the premise of the movie is that he, he like adopts this child to impress his girlfriend. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, actually, actually, I was doing some Wikipedia research, and the original premise of the movie was that the kid comes to Earth on a meteorite. <laughs> In 2011. Yeah. I heard yeah, about that. 2011. It's the, it was a pizza roll meteorite. This kid was going to come off of it too, but they 
I don't know. They like they focus grouped it and they didn't like it, I guess. So that sucks because you. all of our top three favorite snacks came from a meteorite. You think like everybody would be on board with that idea? Shout out to anybody who listened yeah, to our last podcast. Hey, I'm gonna take this like really <laughs> I'm gonna take this really quick opportunity to say that Big Daddy is also my number one favorite Adam Sandler movie for a, a lot of reasons. Like, no, yes, Bloodbath, I, I understand that it, it, it's like you can pick apart the script and that's fair. But like, I, I feel like when you're doing a, a, a comedy, like you're, you're, you're allowed to be like way more liberal with how the story is put together for the sake of it being funny. So that's why I would say like, you, you know, I'm not watching Shawshank right. Redemption. Like I'm not picking this shit apart to, you know, kind of figure it out. Yeah, it was weird, but it was also like, like, you know, they only had so much screen time. Uh, real quick. Oh, also, I was uh, doing taglines for all the movies, and I forgot to do the Waterboys one, so clearly I have to talk about that real quick. So the tagline for okay. the Waterboy is, you can mess with him, but don't mess with his water. All right. And the, <laughs> <laughs> and the tagline... The tagline for the tagline for Big Daddy is is so like like my dad would find this funny. It's it's it's, it's the tagline for Big Daddy is no. So it has two taglines, right? So the first one is "Nature called, look who answered," and the second one, <laughs> which is real weird, is "Once you adopt a kid, you've got to keep them." All right, so <laughs> that's it. That's that's literally on the movie poster. Um, <clears throat> so what I want to talk about really quickly is this was the the uh, uh, seventh highest grossing film of 1999, and therefore was at that point the biggest Adam Sa like the highest grossing Adam Sandler movie of all time. What do you guys think the highest grossing um, highest grossing Adam Sandler movie of all time is? Is it Uncut Gems? It's not. I don't know. Okay, okay, uh, okay. It's, it's Transylvania too. It's not, and uh. I'm glad Bloodbath. Did, if that's Bloodbath's number one, I'm not his friend anymore. Um, so uh, the 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 last thing I do want to say about this movie, and it goes back to you know we've kind of like you know talked about this a little bit throughout the night, but this was the first time I ever cried watching a movie. Like I thought the part where they like came to his apartment and took that kid out of his house was really 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 fucking sad like you know like dude it was it was, sad. it was so so sad and i i get why you would be okay with uh being like hey i'm glad adam sandler like uh has gone on to make like these uh family friendly movies where he gets to hang out with his friends but this is the first time you'd ever seen adam sandler like do something serious like he cried in this movie like you know it was the first time you ever were like kind of given like the so they, what they say is like uh, for actors, like it's a, it's a lot easier to be serious than it is to be funny. So people who are already funny uh, should inherently also be able to be sad. It's harder to do it from the other side. Um, so when you see Adam Sandler in this movie and he's like actually like in his comedy is at his most mature in this movie. Um, then when you see it translate into kind of what I talked about with Bill Hader, you know what I mean, is like a – I, I, I don't know. It, it kind of proved that he could really like take on like a serious like kind of role. 
and why I'm upset that he's doing like these Netflix movies and these family movies and shit now is I I I really think he could have taken that turn into you know becoming like a serious actor, kind of like what a like Jamie Fox did. You, you know what I mean? Like kind of take that or like Jonah Hill and kind of take that and like translate it into some serious shit. Now I haven't seen Uncut Gems, but like now I feel like I have to. Now that we've talked about it, um, and I feel like you if, if, if if you guys are correct in what you are saying about that movie, then maybe he is uh, starting to do that. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll shut up. But Big Daddy is my number one, just because I think he, you know uh, across the board, I think it's maybe one of his funniest movies. It's definitely like you know one of his best written movies. Uh, it's super sad, and I, I just think it like hits on all levels that you want like a really good movie to hit. Um, and ha- having Adam Sandler as like the catalyst for all of those emotions is always going to hit me harder. Cause like I said earlier, like when you have a comedian in that sort of like sad role, like, you know, it does hit you harder because it, it always hits you harder when somebody that you think is, you know, happy all the time when they show that like sadness or that like sort of like vul- vulnerability, it, it, it really like doubles up on like, to, to me, how sad and serious that movie actually is. Uh, and what I will say is also before I stop, that is the best role Rob Schneider ever had. Like he's never done better in a movie or a, <laughs> or a TV show than he did in Big Dad. That's that, that's his best work by far. I can't and even though he's yeah, an anti-vaxer. I'm like, ah, yeah, I know he's an anti-vaxer, but like. You know, he, he was really good at Big Daddy, so I'm going to let it slide. I'll shut up. He, Thanks yeah. for letting me ramble. Uh, I love that movie. Uh, like, just to, just to add on to what you just said, I think that, like, about comedians doing serious things, I think that Adam Sandler is, like, is, like, top, top of the list as far as comedians with dramatic talents. Like, he can he's up there being for sure. super funny, and he's just, he's just a really good actor. Uh, so, like... I, I agree that like Jonah Hill and like Seth Rogen and guys like that, they can, they can do serious parts. Like they're, they're professionals, but Adam Sandler's just Adam Sandler's really, really good at it. He's too. a dude. It's not like, yeah, it's not like he's, um, it's not like he's able to do them. He's good at them. That's what I'm saying. And that's why a movie like big daddy works because he is super funny in the first half of the movie. And then at the end, he's playing like, he gets a bit more serious uh, and it works. It's not like he doesn't go like full on like the movie click to bring that up again. <laughs> also but, so sad. Um, yeah. He's good at both of those parts. So yeah, big daddy agreed. Me, Aaron, yep. you, you and I are like in lockstep on these. I, we, we are. I mean, and, and like, you know, I'm not trying to like be like that, but like no offense to like Alan and bloodbath, but like you are, you know, like I disagree with you on a bunch of things, but if I'm ever looking for a recommendation for a video game or a movie or some music, like you're you're the only person I ask because I'm like not only do you understand <laughs> not only do you understand that like I'm a fucking hater, but like you and I we we do we do think like that, like you know what I mean. So like I I agree. Like every time you said uh, an answer so far, I'm like yeah, Dave, he's right. Like he's right. Alan's wrong. He's right. All right. Well, on that note, let's go to Alan's number one and give you something to hate on let's do it (laughs) my number one is happy gilmore um okay i can't hate on that great movie oh it's fantastic um so real quick i like to give a rundown happy gilmore is about uh happy gilmore who is (laughs) this is my favorite thing ever 
would you do he's this? In this theory, is so a hockey awesome. player. He's in theory a hockey player, um, but he's really terrible at it because he's well. I mean, he he can't skate, and also he's pretty aggressive, so he he kind of like attacks people. Um, but finds out that his grandma hasn't been paying his tax, paying her taxes, so the government comes to repossess her home. Happy as they're taking her stuff, finds his grandpa's golf clubs and finds out that he can really hit a golf ball. So he meets up with Chubbs, Carl Weathers, down at the batting <laughs> cage where he's letting, uh, letting, where he's training for hockey by letting the batting cage shoot. <laughs> he's just taking fastballs to the chest in the batting cage. Yeah. <laughs> and then that kid um, does it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Chubbs it's made offers, of wood, real sturdy <laughs> real sturdy Chubbs who lost his hand to a gator who will make an appearance later but um damn so anyway, spoilers um, Alan, fuck yeah, yeah I know right so anyway he, he tries to make the money on the tour to save his grandma's house gets in an argument with Shooter McGavin, Christopher McDonald obviously Dave's already talked about him um, Chris McDonald buys the house, threatens to burn it down and piss on the ashes. Very exciting, <laughs> very exciting end to the movie. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but Happy Gilmore wins. Um, ben Stiller Oops. was there as Dave <laughs> oh, said, so the guy from Jaws was there. Um, Bob Barker. This is this is yeah. Bob Barker was there. This is the one where Bob Barker and uh, and Adam Sandler won best fight of the year. Um, I also saw that they uh, originally tried to get Kevin Costner to play Shooter McGavin, but he turned it down. And uh, it's because he's a also... bitch. That's right. Yeah, That's know, why right? Kevin Costner, if you're listening, you're a bitch. Kevin Costner would have been really good, but like, <laughs> yes, he would have. Christopher Christopher McDonald is just perfect for that kind of villain role. I agree. I agree. Bruce Campbell also tried out for it. Um, but they didn't like him either. I thought he would be pretty good for it. But I thought it was pretty cool because as I was looking stuff up about this movie, because I knew the entire time that this was going to be my number one. Um, it's really funny how like this movie was like a turning point for the popularity of golf in the United States and the popularity of The Price is <laughs> Right in the United States. It happened like at the exact same time when Tiger was coming out. <laughs> And, I mean, seriously. And uh, so, like, it was like this meteoric rise between Tiger and Happy Gilmore. And then uh, and then I also saw that the viewership rates for college-age students, uh, which would have been the years, you know, this, this movie was targeted at, you know, teenagers primarily. And so the years following that, college-age students started watching The Price is Right. Um and that's, that's, I think, a trend, a trend that has continued. That's so cool. That's super cool. Yeah. Man. That's very funny. Because I did, though. Yeah. Right. You started watching The Price is Right because it was it was better after having seen Bob Barker just, you know, yeah. I was just kind of right hoping, in, right like, in the face. Yeah, I was kind of hoping somebody would be, like, playing Plinko and he'd just, like, walk up the top of the ladder and just fucking cult cock the motherfucker. <laughs> just just <laughs> right in the jaw. Just real quick, before we stop talking about this, do you remember that part where uh, he has that he has that dream where he goes to his happy place 
And uh, the second time he does it, it's like Shooter McGavin like takes over his dream, and his grandma's wearing that kiss mask with a giant tongue. And Shooter McGavin just like starts sucking on the tongue on his grandma's mask. <laughs> that was the third time I hit puberty. All right, we can talk about something else. Uh, yeah, I we've talked a lot about Happy Gilmore. It's it's really it's good. So, it's it's such a good it's, movie. I mean, yeah. If this we've been listing our favorites, but if someone if someone had never seen an Adam Sandler movie and like wanted to know what what it was all about, I would probably recommend Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that or like, the Water Boy, just something really really silly and the you know yeah the, those two are the ones I feel like any kind of person can watch those movies and find something they really like in it. A I disagree that any kind of person. I think the Water Boy is like a movie for a specific like type of viewer, but I think happy Gilmore is like just a little bit less silly and easier to watch for pretty much everybody. I can buy that. I would have to agree. All right. Bloodbath. Let's get your number one. All right. So I'm, I'm going to preference this by two things. Like, can I ask a question first? Um, did yep. anyone's parents uh, have an issue with Adam Sandler? Or are you watching Adam Sandler movies? Um, no, like, not really. I know, like, I know it was a thing. Like, I heard reference sometimes that people like the parents got mad because Adam Sandler was, you know, obnoxious and childish. So I don't know if anybody had that experience. No, nah, my parents are pretty much cool. No, not really. We weren't. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons, but Adam Sandler was fine. <laughs> I didn't. I watched Adam Sandler at my friends' houses. I guess so. I don't. I don't know if they would have been cool. They didn't like us watching um, Jim Carrey. I didn't like Jim Carrey. <laughs> okay, so Alan, <laughs> it was, Jim Carrey. So Alan, it was the same thing at our house. They got mad that we watched so much uh, Ace Ventura and The Mask. Um, right. Yeah. And so they had a little. So they had an issue with stuff like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Um, yeah. However, uh, this movie they thought was just so funny, and we got to watch it all the time. Um, and it is a certain kind of viewer, I guess, Dave, but it's the water boy. Um, Ooh, I'm yeah, surprised dude. that that's bloodbaths. Number one for real. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I mean, you're right, Dave. It's a specific taste, I guess. And like it, if for that, like, you know, Billy Madison, happy, happy Gilmore wedding singer and like water boy to me is like the trifecta. You know, that's like the, 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 you know, foundation of like Adam Sandler has like, you know, a joke machine and like the funny voices and the, you know, weird cast of characters. Um, it just like, I don't know. It's perfect. Like we've already talked about it, but I mean like Henry Winkler and Kathy Bates, um, (laughs) they just like, they like literally steal every scene that they're in. Like you guys said earlier. Um, I mean, it's great. Uh, I mean, I don't know, dude, like, it that was the movie that made me enjoy football. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, fair enough. Kathy Bates has like this uh she has like this gravity in every scene she's in. Like you you have to pay attention to her above anything else. Just the fact that like uh Adam Sandler drives around on his lawnmower everywhere, I think. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was like one of the, it was like one of those things like every like every like I don't know, every two seconds there's like another joke and it's I know a lot of it's built on him like just having a funny voice and everybody in that movie committing to this like bit, but like I just I don't know man, like it works. It's stupid. Like for like Alan was 
Alan's completely right. Like you're going into these movies like knowing that they're childish, and like I think that like that's like the like the penultimate is just like you know it is childish and like you know it's you know he it's just the perfect balance of like it's childish but like it's I don't know it just it feels good. I mean it's like junk food, but it's not like it's (laughs) not like just childish with without substance. Like the Water Boy's full of little jokes and like things to notice, like him like him riding the lawnmower everywhere or like um i don't know like this the scenes when he's in class like <laughs> the uh, learning about like uh the medulla oblongata and stuff the pee stains on his sheets when um they're hanging <laughs> yeah. outside <laughs> yeah or they're just eating like barbecued squirrel <laughs> and stuff like that now now bobby i want you to do to casey what Captain Insano does to the bad guy. He just like pokes him in the, <laughs> just pokes him in the eyes. <laughs> Captain, Captain Insano shows no mercy. Hey Casey, I think he tried to make out with you. We ain't won a game since 1994. <laughs> and we haven't even uh, talked about the uh, guys that like sit in the stands and like talk shit the whole time. Like, like ooh, I see a quarterback like this is Joe Montana or I've seen a player like this is Joe Montana. He's like, Joe Montana was a quarterback, you idiot. I said Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> also, the uh, the broadcast crew gives some good quotes. I oh, mean, yeah, the dude, like they're, they're <laughs> real ESPN like analysts like at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is always any any movie that's like not a serious sports movie that gets like real broadcasters to come in and do it. It it's always really good. Very funny, yeah, for sure. Yeah, good movie. What do you guys say we move on to honorable mentions then? Let's do it. Yep. All right, so we've covered the Adam Sandler classics. So with my honorable mention, and we're gonna go quick with these again. My honorable mention, I'm going with just something we haven't talked about and I doubt is going to get brought up. So honorable mention to You Don't Mess with the Zohan, (laughs) which is incredibly funny to me. There's just something about that movie that just makes me giggle. It's it's the silliest, dumbest fucking movie like ever made. (laughs) Um, But it it's so stupid that it pushes all the way into like this is funny territory for me. All right. So if you haven't watched it, a super soldier like assassin fakes his own death so he can pursue his dream of being a hairdresser and he's obsessed with Mariah Carey <laughs> and that's the movie <laughs> and like there are other movies that I think is better but I I think the Zohan is really funny real quick yeah, uh, before we move on for a while no, nah, I saw the movie. I actually thought it was really funny. My favorite part was how like Dave Matthews was in it. And there's this line he has at the end where he's like holding a box of puppies and like the detonator to this bomb. He's like, I'm going to press this button. <laughs> and then me and you and these puppies, we're all going to hell together. And I lost my, <laughs> I lost my fucking mind. Dude, that was so funny to me. All right, Aaron, what's your honorable mention? Uh, we've already talked about it. Uh, Wedding Singer. I, I love that movie. Uh, we didn't talk about his hair in that movie. So so that's the other thing. That's the other thing we talked <laughs> yeah, about that makes go, it awesome. Go look up a picture of Adam Sandler's hair from The Wedding Singer. It's pretty special. And everybody, when we were little, like every kid in school had that haircut after that movie came out. <laughs> that's what it was like living in the 90s. Uh, Alan, what's your honorable mention? 
Um, my honorable mention, I already kind of mentioned Little Nicky, but so I'm gonna go with Airheads. Um, dude, that movie yeah. was awesome, man. Dude, Airheads was good. So yeah, Airheads is all right. Yeah, so Airheads is about this uh this band. They're uh they're the Lone Rangers. Apparently, I had to look up their name, but they they take over a radio uh radio station to play their demo. Um. Yeah, because they were turned I, do, do down you know by what a recording. Fuck, you comedy. know what's fucked up, dude? Hmm. Uh, every time I think about the plot of Die Hard, some parts of Airheads get mixed into it. Like I think something's <laughs> going to happen in Die Hard, but it's actually something that happens in Airheads. Dude, good pick, man. You can't I plural, used to wear pluralize the Lone yeah. Rangers. <laughs> hey, just like a cameo I, by I, Lemmy. Yeah, first off, yeah, and also br- I was editor of the school magazine. Right back to Steve Buscemi, just always there, man. And he was awesome in that yep, fucking yep. movie. Uh, also, I Michael Richards, Brendan Fraser. Come on, dude, George of the Jungle. Brendan Fraser. Come on, Come on. Judd Nelson. That's the, that's the Brendan Fraser movie you go with, George of the Jungle. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like the guy who was in George Dudley of the New Jungle Wright. made an actual good movie. My go-to Brendan oh, okay. Fraser's Blast from the Past. Come on. Come on. We do I was gonna say, Aaron, if we do word association and someone says Brendan Fraser, you're like, ooh, George of the Jungle. Mon- Next. Monkey bone. <laughs> All right, Bloodbath, what's your honorable mention? Uh Little Nicky. Nice. Um, I like that just, movie. Yeah, I like that movie. It. Yeah. Dude, Dave Dave threw out uh you don't mess with the Zohan for being so stupid that it becomes funny. That's little Nikki. Like times ten. Yeah, yeah like, I agree. Everything about that movie is just dumb and stupid. Like the production value on that movie is is bad. Like at some point I feel like they're all they were all just like, uh, who cares? And like that not caring <laughs> made it funny at some point. Like yeah. that is a dumb movie. And I love it. It is very bad. Mr. Beefy though. I gotta Yeah. The Henry Winkler. Henry, Henry Winkler, Winkler, dude. Cover Winkler and bees. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I I need to just take a minute, and I need Bloodbath to explain something to the audience. So for people listening, uh, Bloodbath watched the movie, which has not been mentioned yet. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Bloodbath has seen that movie 400 times, I would guess. <laughs> Bloodbath, I need you to explain why that didn't make your list, because I'm very disappointed in you. All right. So, okay, there's, I guess there's probably like three parts to it. One, like, I only watched that movie so many times because like it was just on and it was like just entertaining enough to like put on the background when people would come over. Um, <laughs> two, uh, I don't know, dude, like that movie's like, I don't know, it's like a little offensive, I think at this point in time, like it's kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, I, and three, like, I really don't like Kevin James. Uh, I just think it's, he's like not funny in that movie either. Um. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. I never really liked that movie. It was just like, it was on all the time. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, it was just, I don't know. It was like just funny enough to like rewatch a bunch, but I don't know, man. Like, and like, I don't know, dude, all like time, like best Adam Sandler movies. Like, come on, dude. Like, that's, that's like C tier at best. I, yeah, yeah I it's fine. I just find it. It's just so fine. I just find it surprising because there was like a, a pretty significant stretch of our friendship where when I, every time I went to your house, that movie was just on the TV. <laughs> because it was on HBO all the time. Okay, it, fair it's enough. It's a part of your character, right. not Bloodbath. And, well, and I guess uh, 
that scene with Jessica Biel. I was always waiting for that to pop up. I don't know what scene you're talking <laughs> about, but I was always waiting for Jessica Biel to pop up in that movie. <laughs> All right, so uh, there's your recommendation if you need something to put on the TV and wait for someone's butt. I wait, now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Real quick, though, like I, I have to ask one question. I'm, we can keep it short. Nobody has to say anything like super like extraneous about it. Is there a, is there a dishonorable mention by anybody? Because Adam Sandler has made like bad movies in the last like twelve years. Punch drunk love. Punch drunk okay. love. Punch <laughs> drunk love. <laughs> We can save, let's save that. Oh, no, we don't. No, let's not save it, actually, because I want to say that 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 movie Rain Over Me, where he is just riding a bike around, is one of the Mad worst overrated. movies I've ever seen. Mad overrated. People people lost their shit about that movie. They said it was like like it's going to change the way you think about Adam Sandler and like shit like that. And it is just so boring. Bro, it's an yeah, indie movie. One of the worst and movies I've ever seen. Indie movies are awful. And like, but the really, the, the, the biggest thing, like why people like Latch on, because it was like, that was like one of those movies when I was hanging out with like theater kids and shit in college where they were just like, yo, like this movie is really touching. It's because it's about like him losing his family on 9-11 and like to a degree back then, that's kind of like, you know, yeah, that, 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 that still resonated. But, like, but I'll tell you this right now, like that movie isn't good. Adam Sandler does a good job in it, but it's just like Punch Drunk. It's not good. It's just sad Adam Sandler. There. Dishonorable mention to Punch okay. Drunk Love, though. That movie sucks. I'm glad nobody said it. Alan, do you have <laughs> one real quick? Uh, that's tough. I mean, so I, I kind of feel like both ways about this one. Bulletproof. I don't. Have you guys seen Bulletproof? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, uh, it's fine. It's fine. I. It's it's the one of all the of all the Adam Sandler movies. That's the one that I. It has it has its moments in there. That are obviously really funny, but yeah. Uh, if I'm gonna pick one, right. it's Jack and Jill. I had never <laughs> oh seen God, Jack and Jill. I didn't, I didn't even watch that, dude. You watch that? How much the free dis- time dude, do you choosing? Have? Dude, choosing a movie from those <laughs> Netflix like cash grab movies is kind of cheating, don't you think? That was the- released in theaters. It's got Al Pacino in it. He, I, I agree Whoa. with Bloodbath. It's fair. It's fair what, game to talk shit about. I, I agree. It, what about I'm with our anger that management? Was, loved it. Oh, uh, dude, I like anger yeah. management. Yeah, that was, that was a good movie. Movie. It was funny. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Nicholson's good. Yeah. I enjoyed anger management. Yeah, dude, yeah. West Side Story. I'm all about that. All right. Um, let's get into listener responses, and we can continue dishonorable mentions if any of our listeners has any. Uh, bullshit on their list. I'm ready to attack <laughs> our fans. <laughs> you know okay. they do. Okay, I'll get started with listener responses with Sarah Bush from the What Would Mom Do podcast. Check that out. Um, her number three is Big Daddy. Her number two is The Wedding Singer. And number one is Uncut Gems, all movies that have been mentioned here today. Solid. I just want to say if Sarah's listening, I love you and I miss you. Okay, uh, so <laughs> the next one, uh, Sarah with an H. Her number three is Happy Gilmore. Her number two is Billy Madison, and her number one is Uncut Gems. Uh, next up is Chad, who chose number three, Chuck and Larry, number two, Big Daddy, and number one, The Longest Yard. Yo, Longest Yard was good. Uh, was shout, right. out, shout out to Ryan there, dude. I forgot about that one. The movie was good. <laughs> that was Chad. 
Yeah, Chad. Shout out to Chad, the longest yard. That was all right. No, I'm giving Ryan credit for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got Ty with number three, Grown Ups. Number two, Waterboy. Number one, Happy Gilmore. Next up is Ryan. He has number three, Mr. Deeds. Number two, Billy Madison. And number one, Happy Gilmore. Just want to say Mr. Deeds is great. Yeah, Mr. Deeds is awesome. Left off of my list through no fault of its own. Yeah. That movie's awesome. Great movie. Very funny. All right. Uh, the next one is Katie. Two E's. Uh, her number three is Grown Ups. Her number two is Big Daddy. And her number one is Billy Madison. I actually saw Grown Ups. Like, it, it, it's not bad for what it is. David Spade's funny. Uh, Jill. Number three, Big Daddy. Number two, Billy Madison. Number one, Happy Gilmore. An excellent list, Jill. Excellent list, Jill. All right, then we got Matt with Big Daddy, Billy Madison, and Happy Gilmore. That's the trifecta right there. Trifecta, man. These are just going, man. Uh, Next up is Chris. Number three, Billy Madison. Number two, Happy Gilmore. And number one, Uncut Gems. All right. Next, we have Mrs. Bloodbath. Uh, her number three is I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Number two, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> and number one, Big Daddy. See, that's that. That's how you got her to marry you, dude. Solid call leaving it on the background, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you did you brainwash her into liking I now pronounce you Chuck uh, and Larry? Of course he did, but that's another podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, next up is Rob whose number three was the ridiculous six, which is ridiculous. The number two is Happy Gilmore. And and number one is the water boy. Seriously, Rob, the ridiculous six. That's shocking. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's got it so bad. <laughs> uh, speaking of mad, let's finish this up. Uh, Heather with Blended, <laughs> then The Wedding Singer, and then Fifty First Dates. <laughs> blended. <laughs> Although I, I guess it's, they're all Drew, they're all with is. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, and like, uh, and I'll say this: Fifty First Dates. We we talked about it briefly. Still an awesome movie. That was a good movie. I I really yeah. really enjoyed 50 it. Fifty First Dates is alright. Yeah. yeah, still enjoyed it. Okay, well, thank you to everyone who sent in your top threes. If you want us to read your top three on the show, keep your eyes out for the call on social media at a top three podcast. That's a top three podcast with the number three on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Usually put out the call on Thursdays in the US. And that is uh, all. Let's wrap this up. Successful top three, I'd say, guys. I mean, if when you first think of this topic, you would think like, oh, everyone's going to say the same movies. And we had a few um, in common, but I think we had a pretty mixed list uh, there. I thought for yeah. as much overlap as that was, we all like, hey, you know, the movies are so good because there are so many different things you could say about them. So like while our top threes, I feel like overlapped a good deal. Like it, it's really cool seeing that all of us found different things in them that uh that that made them on our list so i actually didn't i actually thought there was gonna be a lot of overlap and it was gonna be kind of a boring top three but like it turned out really well guys yeah good job hooray yeah that was fun all right so if you want to support the show please tell your friends about it 
uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, if your platform allows ratings and reviews, please leave us one. And I already mentioned our social media pages, but one more time, it's at a top three podcast with the number three. Um, if you want to chat with us after an episode, leave your top three. And <laughs> as long as you don't write blended, we won't make fun of you. We'll be nice. <laughs> bold move. We're- Wait, wait, so yeah. are we allowed then? Is that okay? Is that kosher? I just wanted to, we're gonna have to make fun of the picks because there were a couple really bad. Dude, if ones. you, I mean, if you write, if you write blended or ridiculous, I, mean, I haven't seen the ridiculous sticks, but I, I bet it's terrible. I feel it's, like as long as we don't zone. publicly shame them, like you know what I mean, like it's all in good fun, right? Like you're not gonna be like, nah, that person can't write it anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna like. <laughs> I'm not gonna like put their address on here or anything. You know? Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! That one guy made Alan so bad. <laughs> but we're not. But we're not gonna. Uh, we're not just gonna like. We're not just gonna not address it when someone puts blended in their top three. We open ourselves so. up for criticism. Anybody who's writing and is doing the same thing, sorry if Alan yeah, calls you a real. piece of shit. That's on you. <laughs> I wouldn't call right. anyone around here a piece of shit except you, buddy. You piece of shit. Yep. Um, And that's a good note to end on. Love you. (laughs) So thanks everybody for listening, (laughs) and we'll see you next time. Go, bye, 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 everybody. (laughs) (laughs) See ya.